Hey guys, welcome to Me, My Friends and Mental Health, a podcast dedicated to anxiety and depression and how to actually deal with it instead of ignoring it. I speak from my personal experience about my mental health journey and share a lot of skills I've learned from my countless therapists. I hope you listen on and find the self-growth you're looking for. Hi guys, welcome back to this episode of Me, My Friends and Mental Health. Today, what we're gonna be talking about is a skill called Check the Facts. It's one of my personal favorites. Again, I say that in every podcast, but it's really because every single one of these skills like changed my life and I genuinely think it like it helped me so much. So now that we've covered the immediate basics, which are the previous two podcasts, which is breaking a panic attack, the tip skills and taking care of yourself with a reward system, self-soothe, that podcast, the first two real podcasts besides the intro, I think If you're a new listener, I would really recommend probably not starting with this one and starting with either the tip or the self-soothe. I would really recommend tip and moving yourself through the different podcasts because it's kind of set up to be, at this point, I feel like those are the two basics that we're going to base a lot of what we're talking about off of. And so again, I'm just going to encourage you to go and listen to those. This one's also super important and I definitely encourage everyone to listen to this podcast to check the facts and learn these skills at some point. But we're definitely going to be having to build a little bit off of tip and knowing different levels of anxiety and understanding that and understanding our signs when our body's starting to get anxious. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I would really recommend going and listening to either tip and or self-soothe. Hopefully both. Hope you enjoy. (laughs) Okay, so again, this is a more anxiety-focused solution. It's more, I would kind of consider this going back to anxiety levels. I would put this on an anxiety scale one to ten probably around a six you're still able to think rationally and honestly i feel like this is kind of a different type of anxiety and it's really just learning to enjoy the moment and when i say it's a different type of anxiety it's so weird because anxiety is not a physical thing and i feel like i've struggled with that so much it's so hard to like understand it but it's still there and i feel like at least personally i have different types of anxiety like so this anxiety that we're talking about that refers to check the facts it's when you're like constantly living in anxiety and I feel like a lot of people live through that like I know I for (laughs) honestly probably like as far back as I can remember I've just constantly lived in like anxiety where I'm like ah what about this what about that well I have to prepare for this I have to prepare for that I have to like I'm always trying to think 10 steps ahead and like control everything very controlling very like thinking worst possible situation and then just letting my mind run with it. Where like, if my mom says something in a weird tone to me, I'm all of a sudden like, oh, like she's mad at me. She doesn't love me. When it's like, nope, it probably was just, let's take our steps back. Let's stop jumping immediately to the conclusions. And let's, as it says, check the facts. So how to use it. Again, in this podcast, we like to find solutions. It's advice that I think is really going to be helpful. It's not just talking, not just, oh, I don't feel good. And this is, I just, everything's miserable and sucks. No, we're actually going to find solutions because we don't like the way we feel. We're going to change it and become stronger because of it. So how to use it? I take a second, calm myself down. I practice my tip skills, which is why if you have not listened to tip, please go run and listen to that one. And then I just try to remember what is happening because a lot of times when I get in my head, I kind of lose track of where I am, my surroundings, what's actually happening, what's keeping me grounded. 
And I just, I ask myself a few questions. I would come up with your own questions. These are just some that I ask myself. Do I have a rational reason to freak out? Like, is there a rational reason I'm freaking out and about on the verge of a panic attack? How likely am I to get hurt, like physically hurt or emotionally? And what plan can I come up with in case of an emergency? That one for me is just my like security blanket where it's really hard for me to go into a situation without having some sort of plan if something goes wrong. I do that in in like literally just constantly in my mind. I'm always just like, okay, God forbid anything were to happen. What would I do? If I'm out in a public place, I'm like, okay, God forbid there were to be a shooting. God forbid there were to be, you know, like a bomb. Obviously, this is just the anxiety that I live in where anytime I go, it's just there's always something that I'm always worried about, right? So it's coming up with a plan that way. I'm able to be like, okay, I have a plan. I know what I'm going to do. I can calm down and I can move on because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to move on from the anxiety that you're having. So it's just rationalizing through everything accurately and then calming down. And then I would continue to use the tip skills. And also in events like this, it can definitely trigger a panic attack, but I also feel like it can trigger, again, a different type of panic attack where it's just, you're so worried it's consuming you. You may not necessarily be on the floor crying like a different panic attack, but it's still very much affecting you and that's still a panic attack. So yes, it's getting out of that motion mind, which is always the goal. let's get into what is check the facts a little bit more it's reassuring yourself and correctly analyzing the situation so it's okay i'm okay that might not actually be what's happening let me correctly decide what's going on and then i'll move on from there so it's panicking correctly or panicking accurately if you will the goal of this is just to make life more enjoyable it's learning how to not live in constant stress or how to I'm not going to say how to not live in constant stress, but it's how to manage and learn to enjoy the moment. Just learning to enjoy the moment, I feel like, is the goal of this skill. So I learned the skill in IOP, which is the therapy I'm always pimping out. IOP and EMDR are the two main therapies that I did, which if you've listened to my past podcast, you may remember. Anyway, a little bit more information on IOP and all my therapy experience is going to be on my website with a lot more resources. I was actually, I'm so grateful. Oh, I almost started crying when I found out. I was actually able to reach out to my IOP therapist when I was in IOP and I reached out to her and I wanted to just catch up and just let her know, you know, I feel like just thank her honestly for everything, all the help she's given me, all the support. And I was able to get a lot of documents and resources that we used, which I made sure immediately to run to my website and add them all there. So that should all be on there. I hope it's really helpful. I hope you guys actually look through it. Check out my website, memefriendsandmentalhealth.com. Really recommend it. There's a lot of really good information on there because obviously if you're listening to a podcast, you might not be able to absorb all of it. So referring to that, referring to my website, really beneficial. Moving on, we're going to talk a little bit more about IOP for a second. So IOP was this therapy where we met every day. We met almost every day. I want to say it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I want to say that's when we met. We reviewed how we practiced these skills. So we would do a check-in and then we would learn more skills. And then during this, when you're learning more skills, you apply those skills to the next day and so on, so on. And then you check in on that the next day, whatever. It's a whole system. But it really just slowed your thinking process down. I understand that 
probably not everyone is going to have access to IOP, especially we have listeners in other countries now. We have some listeners in the Philippines and France and England. And I really just want to thank you guys so much because I think that's so cool that we're building, honestly, a support family. (laughs) That sounds so cheesy, but I think it's so true. And I think just the more people that we can just get involved in the conversation that ends the whole stigma around it and the whole feeling ashamed of it, which... I don't like. I really don't. I am very open about my mental health, extremely open, probably a little annoying at times for a lot of people that are around me. But I'm just such an advocate of I'm so sick of being ashamed of the way my mind works. I can't control it. You can't control it. So let's talk about it and better ourselves. And bettering yourself is never something you should be ashamed of. So I was thinking about how can you continue that training in IOP? And honestly, this might not be for everyone, but journaling. I think it's going to be really, really helpful for a lot of people. But again, specific targets. Obviously, if you want to just ramble, that's good. But reviewing the skills that you practice, because listening to these podcasts is only half of it. You have to actually apply it. You have to practice these skills. That's the only way you're going to find success with it. So just reviewing these skills, writing them down, writing down, okay, this is how I use it today. This is what did work, what didn't work, and let's plan for tomorrow. And I feel like, at least for me, when I'm in a panic attack, it's very like two-sided in my mind, if that makes sense, where it's like one dominant side is like just wanting to give in, if that makes sense, just wanting to let myself feel hopeless, wanting to let myself just cry and feel absolutely miserable. And that there's this other aspect that it's like, it's fighting back and it's like, no, don't give up. Like you have to fight it. You have to fight it. And so it's writing that down. That way, when you're not in the motion mind and you're able to actually review it, you're like, okay, this is what happened. This is what worked. This is when the good voice, if you will, was able to win. And this is when it wasn't. I do honestly, I feel like sometimes my mind is like a competition, but that's a separate podcast. (laughs) How I use to check the facts, honestly, constantly. That's going to be my piece of advice. But it's also for me, I use it constantly because I live in constant anxiety where it's constantly like, this, 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 and it's me jumping to conclusions. It's my mind getting control of the best of me. And it's not my mind, my anxiety specifically. So it's getting control of that. So I had to use it constantly. I still use it constantly. Honestly, I did this one more in my head than anyone else. My mom would remind me sometimes, which could get a little like, mom, don't remind me. Like, I know, like, trust me, I know. Like, I'm the one that's, I'm the one that has it in my mind. Like, trust me, I know. But It was still helpful, though, because she would be like, check the facts, check the facts. And I'd be like, "Okay, yes, I know I'm trying. And sometimes you just need that little bit of a push as annoying as it can be sometimes. Sometimes just that little like check the facts, like don't let the bad voice win. It can be beneficial. Going back, let's talk about why we have anxiety a little bit. It's caveman fight or flight. So in some situations, it is helpful. It's nothing that's wrong with you. And I just want to emphasize that because for so long I was like, why does my mind work like this? Like, oh my God, there's something so wrong with me when it's, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just caveman fight or flight that it's been ingrained that it's just trying to protect you. So yeah, I don't, anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing. Can it be extremely annoying and difficult to overcome? Yes, but it's not that there's anything wrong with you. when to use it. Again, whenever you're still rationally thinking, if you're in panic attack mode and it took you to that place, tip, tip, 
tip. That's all I have to say. But if you're still able to rationally think a little bit, you're not on the floor crying, check the facts. And so then again, refer to past podcasts, levels of understanding, tip, really just refer to that podcast. I'm going to pimp that podcast out until the day I die. I think that's such a good podcast. It's having these skills under your belt. That way, when you're in that situation, you're able to calm yourself down. You're able to figure out what's going on. You're able to move on because that's the goal. Continuing. So let's just go through. So then obviously this podcast is called Me, My Friends and Mental Health. So we have to put some sort of friends and family aspect into this. I talked to my mom about this. I talked to my mom about all my podcast skills and honestly, it made our relationship a million times better. I talked to my dad too about like, oh, this is the skill I learned today. You're showing them it's a vulnerable side of you, which obviously is going to be uncomfortable, but they're able to then help you and they're able to see, oh, it's something real. And if you're reaching out for help and being that vulnerable, I would like to believe that your parents would help. I would definitely say that this skill is a little bit more up to you because it's something you're going to be using in your mind. It's not something you're going to be going to get like ice or whatnot or somebody, but it's checking the facts. With friends and family, I think just the most important part with this, it's just going to be involving them in the conversation. I think that's really important. Again, just ending the whole stigmatism around it. I think just conversation, talking about it, I can't encourage that enough. Just talking, talking, talking about it. I feel like that's really just going to better the relationship, whatever you're going through. Oh, and journaling to track your progress. Again, I'm going to emphasize that. I should probably start doing that a little bit more. I do find myself that I <laughs> I definitely should be doing that more. So let's review everything again. I want to review the steps that you take. So you take a second, calm down, practice tip skills, remember what's happening, and then each person can come up with their own questions. Do I have a rational reason to freak out? How likely am I to get hurt? And what can I come up with in case of an emergency? What plan can I come up with in case of an emergency? And then again, once you rationalize through everything, you're able to calm down, move on. Check the facts. You're okay. Plan. Use it to enjoy the moment. I think it is a different type of anxiety and it's a perpetual anxiety. It can definitely trigger a full and panic attack like where you're on the floor, but it doesn't just show in that one form. It's the constant because it's what you're used to. Thank you guys for listening. Please feel free to reach out to me. I really do like getting in contact with you guys. It's really cool and fun. And I would love to hear what y'all are going through, how your day is. If there's someone that's not acting accordingly and you just need to rant, feel free to just rant to me. No judgment ever, ever, ever. Again, I also think it's really cool that we're starting to develop a family, a group, or whatever you want to call it, that we're all able to talk and be in this together. Because I feel like for me, something I really struggled with was I was like, I'm the only person that has ever felt this way. And seeing that there are other people literally all throughout the world that are starting to subscribe, starting to find this podcast, it emphasizes that we're not in this alone and that we all struggle with some sort of mental health and we all can get better and we can all improve. Again, all my contact information is on me, my friends and mental health. I would really, really love to hear y'all's feedbacks and suggestions. Tell your friends, involve them in the conversation, involve your parents. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Remember, mental health is a journey with highs and lows. 
please feel free to check out my website. I make sure to keep all my podcasts current and up to date on there. Also, please reach out to me. Again, all my information is on my website. I would love to hear back from you and what you want to listen to next. Okay, thanks for listening. Remember to breathe.